morning. It's May 1st. I have a quote of the day from Joseph Addison. He was an English writer, born May 1st, 1672, and he passed on June 17th, 1719. And his quote is this, Reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body. So, that's your quote of the day. Here are your horoscopes for May 1st from the New York Post and Sally Brompton. Aquarius, try not to concern yourself with what is going on in the wider world. The current cosmic picture indicates you should be more concerned now with what is going on inside your own head. At least, unlike some people, you know how to think. Pisces, you need to be more of a team player if you want to benefit from the opportunities now coming into view. Face up to the fact that you don't have enough experience to go it alone. Ally yourself with people who share your values and goals. Aries, do you know with the utmost certainty and clarity what it is you are aiming for in life? Uh, If not, don't worry, because everything will become clear over the next few days. You are about to embark on a project that brings genuine fulfillment. Taurus, over the next day or two, you will realize that so many of the things you've been worrying about are simply not worth the time or the effort. Once you understand that, you will find it easier to focus on what is of real importance. Gemini, if you need to win a friend or colleague over to your way of thinking, this is the ideal time to make your pitch. Explain to them why you think a certain way And how it would benefit them to think that way too. Assuming it's true, of course. Cancer. If you are going to make changes to your everyday routine at home or at work, you must make them soon. By the end of the week, at the latest, you will have a whole range of other issues to worry about. So get on with it. Leo. You've had quite an easy ride in recent weeks and there is this nagging thought at the back of your mind that you will have to pay for it soon. Don't worry. It's not true that everything has to even out. Life is not a zero-sum game. Virgo, your luck will improve over the next few days, not least because you know at last what it is you should be working on. Set yourself a worthy goal, though make sure it is within reach and continue to enjoy this period of good fortune. Libra, make sure others know what you will and will not put up with in life. One of the reasons there have been so many arguments of late is that you've been allowing some people to act like children. It's time to be the adult in the room. Scorpio, be on your guard and don't take anything on trust. You should know by now that it is when you feel most relaxed and secure that you are most likely to be cheated. So stay alert and make sure you know what's going on around you. Sagittarius, you may be tempted to push push yourself extra hard to clear up the backlog of jobs that have built up recently, but is it really necessary? It's quite likely that most of those jobs can be put off until another day, another week, or even another year. Capricorn, the sun in the sympathetic sign of Taurus, means your confidence is high at the moment, but other aspects warn there are still a number of loose ends that need to be tied 
before you can afford to get creative. Where is the money coming from? And these are your horoscopes for May 1st. If you were born today on May 1st, you are an independent, determined, and faithful person who is at once stable and restless. While you have a calm manner that soothes others simply by your mere presence and you value security, you have a rather restless spirit and need to create some challenges for yourself in order to feel alive. You remain youthful throughout life and with a mischievous quality that is unmistakable. Famous people born today include Joseph Addison, Jack Parr, Joseph Heller, Darcy Retsky, Judy Collins, Tim McGraw, and Rita Coolidge. Happy birthday, Taurus. May 1st, today in rock, the American War Production Board in 1949 commandeers all facilities for the production of jukeboxes and turns them over to the manufacture of war materials. In 1955, Leonard Chess signs Chuck Berry to a recording contract after he came highly recommended by Muddy Waters, and most of Berry's hits would be recorded for Chess between 1955 and 1966. 1962, the Beatles started a month-long residency at the Star Club in Hamburg, Germany. Also, Britain's first Cinebox, a device that showed 16mm color film of musicians performing their hits on a 21-inch screen, is installed in London, England, as you might expect, the device flashed paid advertising messages whenever the machine was idle. In 1965, the Supremes release Back in My Arms Again, and it becomes their fifth consecutive U.S. hit. In 1966, the Beatles made their final live paid appearance in the U.K. when they played a 15-minute set at the NME Pole Winners Concert at Empire Pool Wembley. Also appearing with them were the Spencer Davis Group, The Fortunes, Herman's Hermits, Roy Orbison, Cliff Richard, The Rolling Stones, The Seekers, The Small Faces, Dusty Springfield, The Walker Brothers, The Who, and The Yardbirds. The Fab Four were not filmed because a financial agreement could not be reached. In 1967, the wedding bells rang. 32-year-old Elvis Presley married 21-year-old Priscilla Ballou. Girlie met in 59 when she was just 14 years old. The FBI on that same day arrests Beach Boys Carl Wilson on charges of avoiding the military draft and refusing to take the oath of allegiance. He is later released and joins the rest of the band in Ireland for a European tour. 1971, the Rolling Stones' Brown Sugar is released. It would reach number one in the U.S. and number two in the U.K. Although the lyrics were subject of much controversy, Mick Jagger would later tell Rolling Stone, God knows what I'm on about on that song. It's such a mishmash. All the nasty subjects in one go. I would never write that song now. That same year, a Pennsylvania-based group called The Boys saw, I meant The Buoys, I am sorry, Saw their biggest hit record, Timothy, peak at number 17 on the Hot 100. The Rupert Holmes written tune stayed at the top 40 for eight weeks and may very well be the only hit song ever written about 
cannibalism? Ugh. 1973. Bachman Turner Overdrive, featuring former Guess Who guitarist Randy Bachman, released their first album. The LP takes six months to hit the charts, and over a year before the hard rockin' single Let It Ride became a top 25 hit. 1974, the Carpenters play for the U.S. President Richard Nixon and the West German Chancellor at the White House. In 1976, the Bellamy Brothers topped the Cashbox bestsellers list and the Billboard Hot 100 with Let Your Love Flow. The song was a number seven hit in the U.K. 1978, Boney M's double-sided hit, Rivers of Babylon, Brown Girl in the Ring, is certified platinum by the British phonographic industry. 1979, Elton John becomes the first pop music star to perform in Israel. 1982, Barry Manilow scored his first UK number one album when Barry Live in Britain went to the top of the chart. And that was recorded live at the Albert Royal Albert Hall in London in January. 1984, Mick Fleetwood filed for bankruptcy. Founder of Fleetwood Mac had released a solo album called The Visitor in 1981. Although the critics loved it, The Visitor ended up losing a lot of money, as did Fleetwood's real estate investments, leading to eventual financial ruin. In 1988, Billy Joel escapes punishment for defamation charges brought against him by Jack Powers, whom he called a creep during an interview with Playboy magazine. Judge cited the First Amendment and dropped all charges. That same year, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon finally dropped off the U.S. album chart after a run of 725 weeks, which is 14 years, just about 14 years. 1989, Police in California are called to a jeweler's store after employees reported a suspicious person. Well, he turned out to be Michael Jackson, who had donned a wig, fike, a fake mustache, false teeth, and eyelashes to go shopping. Officers had him remove his disguise and show his identification. In 1993, Cliff Richard went to number one on the UK album chart for the seventh time with a cleverly titled LP called The Album in 2000, a 1.8 million civil fraud suit is filed against Neil Young in L.A. Superior Court by a former Village Voice writer who claims Young reneged on an agreement to have a biography written about him when Young blocked the book's pop publication. In 2003, 58-year-old Barry White suffered a stroke that affected his speech and the right side of his body. He was forced to retire from public life at that time and passed away on July 4th. In 2009, an anonymous fan won a two-hour one-on-one guitar lesson with Queen's Brian May after bidding more than 7,500 pounds at a charity auction in London. Auction was held in support of the Action for Brazil's Children Trust, of which May is a patron. In 2011, Former Village People vocalist Victor Willis launched a $1.5 million lawsuit against his old bandmates over back royalties. The singer, who portrayed a policeman in the group, left the lineup in 1979. In 2012, former teen pop star Bobby V revealed on his website that he has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. 
Needless, needless to say, it was a moment that stunned my family and myself to the core, the 69-year-old singer wrote. Since this time, I have chosen to remain private and to focus on what is most important to me, my family and my music. And this was your day in rock, May 1st. Why did the Invisible Man turn down the job offer? Well, because he just couldn't see himself doing it. So they're predicting really bad weather for the end of the week on AccuWeather, and I'm really disappointed because yesterday, April 30th, it snowed here in the Northeast. So the last thing I want to read is that we have more terrible weather coming. By the way, for those of you who don't know, today is Mother Goose Day, and Mother Goose, you know, she's really famous, and she had a lot of play through the years, and her first appearance, they have traced back to the 1600s in French literature. So this is a woman who's been around. And... I was just going over one of her poems, and I encourage you guys to do it because, my God, they make absolutely no sense. All right, so, yeah, especially the one about her. It it almost sounds like there's some kind of code message in there to the Germans. I I don't know. It's weird. But, um, hey, enjoy your Tuesday. I'm late to school again, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye.